Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Up and at him. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. With Walker and Roush. We are two wild and crazy guys. Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday to you. May 25th, 2021. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big Roll X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen here on your Tuesday morning in Southern Indiana. I hope you're having a great start wherever you're listening. Roush, how you doing? I'm happy that I'm a law-abiding citizen of the United States of America. Oh, sounds like there's something a little behind that. Well, here's the thing, Terry. Uh, when b- Before Justin Kalen, the Hoosier dingus came along, there was a man by the name of Trevor Kelsey who often sat in that chair, often lay, despite being a lawbreaker, a rule breaker, a good-for-nothing huckster. Not for maybe some illicit activities he did, you know, here or there or anywhere, but because he turned right on red. When there was clearly a sign that says, no right turn on red. This morning, I was creeping out, and I thought, eh, I'm not going to turn right on red. I know where this is going. There was a cop just waiting for somebody to turn right on red, sitting right there in the median. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I waited for the light to turn green, I said, whew, good thing you weren't tempted by that devil. Good thing you didn't bite that apple in the Garden of Eden, old Roushy boy. And as soon as I... Went past him, he pulled off, and Justin, just like that, he went away. He was trying to get me, but you know what? Got you! Suck on that, Clarksville police! Woo-hoo-hoo. He would have got me, because I turn right on on red every time. Yeah, I TJ, actually, Mr. Perfect Attendance convinced me to start following the rules better. If there's a blatant sign, you're just asking to get a stupid ticket. It's just not worth it. Well, the one right up here, now, away from the station, that sign is tiny. I don't agree with that. That sign's not big. I so. mean, they're all like that. It's just sometimes I just don't understand. Like, uh, you know, there, there's another one uh, away from the expressway where I get it because they could have the the the, the right of way to turn left, so you don't want to be turning right while they're turning left. But I have one by my house. It makes no sense at all. I am there's- getting more triggered by the turning arrows that don't go to yellow. When the other lights are going. That's, yes. There's one in Linden that just is, it's like the longest light in Linden. And if you don't get it, you're waiting forever when it could just be blinking yellow and it'd basically be like a yield sign at that point. Yeah. It's really frustrating. Basically, every light should be like that. Every every blinking light with few exceptions, yeah. Yeah, I mean. The reason they don't have this one is because it's on the other side of a railroad track, and I think they think other people on the other side. stuck or something. Like, you wouldn't be able to see them if they were going up the track, but you 100% could. It's not that steep of a hill. It's They're just doing it better safe than sorry with people on the tracks, and Mm -hmm. then somebody's turning, and then a train comes, but it's ridiculous. that They, with like 99.9 of them should be blinking yellow every time. Steams my biscuits. That's the one traffic innovation that Lexington had that was actually good. I remember they were 
in college. They had a bunch that started doing that. I was like, hey, they should do this everywhere. Now, didn't say that about that stupid Harrodsburg Road. What do they got? The three-man weave out there on Harrodsburg and New Circle? That's the dumbest intersection. You know what I'm talking about, where you kind of... You're talking about Newtown Pike? You're talking about Harrodsburg. Harrodsburg. Okay, I don't know if... I, I mean, I, I went on New Circle, I kid you not, would, as little as possible. Yeah, it, it wasn't actually on New Circle, but it was like the intersection to get on. Because yeah. you drive on the left side of the road at one point. It like crisscross applesauce through there. It's the, it's the most bizarre... I don't know bizarre. if I'm familiar with it, and that bums me out that I'm not. Because it's, it's almost like a turnabout, except uh, just much more wonky. Very wonky. Hmm. Yeah, Lexington traffic. Oh, we could spend. If we really ever run out of a Patreon thing to do, just let me talk about traffic and cars and let me just vent. It's probably probably actually be good for me. Lexington traffic was hilariously bad when students were in town, and then in the summers it was just like, oh my gosh, this is well now beautiful. Great time to drive in town. The funniest is whenever you unexpectedly didn't know it was move-in day. So there were times that Stoops would talk with the media at the Krogue. Hell, this is when it was Commonwealth Stadium. And I remember once, I believe it was Alex Forkner, a little blast from the Cat's Paws Pass. Oh, yeah, good old Alex Forkner. He had to park his car on Waller Avenue and basically just run to the stadium to get there on time because he was in stop-and-go stop traffic Yeah, for moving day. Oh, it's like, oh, man. Hate when that happens. Should have known. I, I believe it. Anybody that's lived in Lexington knows what we're what we're referring to. A uh, lot to get to on today's show. Keep the text coming in. We'll give away some salsaritas. It's a Taco Tuesday, 502-414-1450, 502-414-1450. Our friends at Salsaritas have two locations, Middletown and St. Matthews. Download the app. It's going to save you some money. Middletown has a drive-thru, which is nice. St. Matthews newly renovated, and you can always order online in the app so you're not waiting regardless if you want the drive-thru. No drive-thru eating in. Yeah, eating maybe out on their patios, which are great if you go when it's cool enough. Nice and covered, too. And then I don't know if I was like looking at the wrong forecast or if my weather had updated or something, but now I do see the cool down. This weekend's looking amazing. Mm-hmm. Real nice car. We may not even get in the 70s on Saturday. Wouldn't that be a real treat? I'm sure we probably will end up getting in the 70s, but high 68 right now. So that's uh, that, that's got me pumped up. And uh, even today, it may be nice enough to have a little lunch outside. Today, I think it's going to be the last scorcher for at least a week. So we'll take it. We'll we'll take any of the wins that we can get. Uh, Not much drama in the NBA playoffs last night. Not at all. Uh, That series that I was so excited about. And, Justin, you said maybe there's going to be some blowouts in that one. Pretty well called that, huh? Well, you you should have said they're going to win by 34, TJ. (laughs) Then I'd be impressed or however much it was, 30-plus. Uh, that was a blowout for the Bucks, and now that series heads back to Miami. And then you had the Nuggets even up the series with Portland, which I'd be a lot more entertained by this series if Jamal Murray was playing because then you'd think the Nuggets could, could go for a run. But I, I think whatever team wins this one will be Taking an easier opponent yeah. for whoever they get in the Western Conference, which would be – would that be the Clippers-Mavs winner? Get the Jazz Blazers or get the uh, excuse Blazers me. Nuggets. Blazers yeah, Nuggets. I don't. I'm not sure because don't they reseed, or is that just the NFL? I think it's just the. NFL. They do not reseed. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I have not. Uh, I have not checked that out yet. 
you you don't know who the three and the six are. It'd be the Phoenix LA winner would get That's Denver right. Portland. Which that game we're back tonight. I did not nice ten o'clock tip. I did not see LeBron's. I know it's old news by now. I did not see LeBron's acting job the first time around. My goodness, he really played up that that shoulder injury. He does that every time. That's LeBron. Yeah, man, does the different different versions of that, and he's been doing it for at least the last ten years of his career, but probably even before then. But now he knows he can get away with it. Well, he's been in Space Jam, so he's officially a thespian. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. so I felt like a real jerk last night when it came to Jamal Murray, guys. I had completely forgotten about his leg injury, right? Mm-hmm. And I get home and my roommate's watching the game, and I hit him with the, oh, is Jamal Murray playing? Oh. And he was like, he kind of just like was like, uh, you're kind of a jerk. And I was like, what? He was like, he's out for the season. And I was like, oh, yeah, my bad. <laughs> he, he treated me like I was just being silly. No, I was, I was being serious. Completely forgot about it. It happens. Yeah. What a jerk. I'll take it. Yeah, uh, that. So I'm, I have little to zero interest in in that one. And then we've got three games tonight: Nets and Celtics, the early game that maybe you'll watch, maybe you won't. And then two after ten o'clock, which the Nets is always will win by a million. The also, best. the seven thirty tip off does not start at seven thirty. What hmm. times it start? It was seven fifty yesterday. Seven fifty. Yeah, twenty minutes later because they had to give I don't know somebody a stupid award, six man of the year. Who cares? And then Mavericks Clippers, which uh, probably be in the best interest for the Clippers to to win that series. Yes, that would be a good idea if you were the Clippers. Uh, I also, yeah, last night I was just very disgruntled. I wanted to be gruntled, but that game stunk. It started later than it, they told me it was going to start. Uh, the Jeopardy game was just a blowout. Yeah, I didn't. I, I, I don't know if you tuned in or not, but I I did a. This guy's probably going to win it all. Sam's good. I did. Sam Cavanaugh. I decided to take on painting my porch, like the undercoving, an undercover of my porch, you know. And I thought you just got your deck stained. So this is different. <laughs> well, deck and a porch are different. Yeah, one's a deck, one's a porch. One's right, on your the front. front porch. Yeah, one's yeah. on the front, one's on the back. Okay. Well, no, I mean a deck is generally made of wood. It's a deck. Right, a but por- most por- people a, don't have a, a, like a, you have a back deck. A, but like where. Do, you typically don't have both in the same part, is what I'm saying. Correct, because one's a porch, one's a deck. It'd be hard to have a porch and a deck at the same spot. Not impossible, but porch. People think that decks are porches. They're not. Decks are decks. So, a porch is an entry into a house. That's the way an entry to a houseway. Right, and right. Porches but, can extend and be big, but a deck but, is a wooden. Right, right, right. But I, when you just say, I just stay in my deck, I normally the next chore isn't, we're going to paint the porch, too. Now, your front porch? Front? Okay. Correct. I don't, right. have, a back, I, I I don't usually, have a back porch. All right, that, okay. I have a back porch. Now deck. we're getting much... <laughs> front porch, little covered area. Yeah, yeah, it was it's just, a little tiny. I don't know. Who it's knows? It's taking that long. You would think, yeah. You would. But I'm sure the concrete doesn't hold the paint that well. I just, well, no, it's we didn't paint the concrete. We just painted the wood porch. You know, oh, the, the like the, the post and lintel, the, the covered. Well, I don't. You even have a. Uh, we don't have you a have post. A, we don't have a post. It's well, just if, a, if it overhangs. So like, if you go and ring my doorbell, you're underneath a structure, and yeah, there's paying attention. Well, good because now you won't notice all my imperfections. But I, I don't know. I was feeling ambitious and felt like doing it, and uh, then like 30 minutes in, you're like, oh man, there goes my night. This is gonna be a lot longer than I thought, and the the thing. 
I like painting. I think it's kind of relaxing to paint. I could get why people enjoy painting. The thing I hate about it, though, is when, like, you just never really feel like you did a good enough job. Because you're like, well, crap, there's that area. Okay, I did that. Well, if I did that, then I need to kind of brush it out over this way. And then it's like, well, crap, now there's, well, I may as well go to the other side of here just to even it out. And then you're like, all right. And then I just can never get to a spot where I'm like, it looks good. Like, it looks, and you eventually just have to kind of pull yourself away from it. But that's the thing with painting. I think if you don't know really how to do it really well, you're always going to have some, like, shrieks and brush marks and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. There's there's just a little extra paint. So I took that on yesterday, and if you didn't notice it, I even had that area before, Roush. You you definitely won't notice it the next time. I mean, I I painted a white area that had some chip paint white, so pretty much – Hardly even looks like you can tell I even did anything, which makes me think I wasted more time, but it is what it is. So I didn't get to watch Jeopardy. I didn't do anything. That took up my whole evening after work, as a matter of fact. Yeah, well, I – it just they're, – they're, between that and – so Master of None is a show that I enjoyed quite a bit back in the is day. Is it back? It's back. And to prepare ourselves, we watched the last episode of the previous season to kind of <laughs> remember everything. It's a great show. What was that noise there, Justin? Sorry. It was a big yelling. You know, I thought it was like a excited. giggle or like no. a, maybe It could have been a giggle because the first episode of the new season is just laughably bad. It's horrible. Oh, no. It's so bad. And it's a sh- this is a, a show that is, you know, it, it tries to be artsy-fartsy. Aziz takes himself very seriously in this. But, like, it's a good ro- rom-com kind of deal. Very good romance. Very good build-up. Good storytelling. Some funny stuff. And in this first episode, it was just an hour long of just boring drama that, like, could be done in 20 minutes. They just drag it out, and they don't even like, – he's he, he's in five minutes of it. It's not even about him. It's about a side character that was hardly in the previous season. I haven't finished season one a day. First off, I thought there was two seasons a day, but I know the second one's coming out. But, yes. Uh, that was a surprise to me. And, and, like, I like the episodes. It's good. It's not amazing. It's not, like, the funniest thing I've ever seen. This is fine. But, yeah. It, yeah, no, it's entertaining. I get why people like it. But the most recent episode I watched was just, like, the two side characters that had, like, hooked up. And I was like, I just don't care about that. Like, well, Dave wasn't even in the episode. See, I was like, I just I watched the show for the main character. I get it. Side pieces are important. But Right, right. And I actually kind of like that change up every once in a while. So Barry had an episode similar where it was just an entire episode was about a hit. And it was great. Which, man, I, want, I need that show to come back. But you can't. Barry definitely You cannot have you take three years off and then your first episode back, you're just not even in it. And you don't even yeah. acknowledge what happened in the past. You just fast forward like three years. That's like, what they did. Yeah, there, there's there's nothing uh, like uh, the cliffhanger. It's it's not addressed whatsoever at all. Just come on, Aziz, give the people what they want. Ugh. You knew that in the middle of the season. You can't have a season opener start out like that. Hey, speaking of Dave, I watched the season two teaser yesterday. Was it good? Uh, check it out. It is. <laughs> it is so Dave Bird. Not oh, good. It, it makes zero sense. <laughs> That's good. I'll, have I'll just to... I'll say this: it involves him and an anteater for two minutes. What? It's oh. interesting. That's interesting. Uh, all right. Well, we, we we may run out of stuff to talk about, and we'll come back and we'll talk TV shows because I there's uh, other shows I could go on and yeah, chat yeah, about. Yeah. But uh, the Batcats could be their potentially their last game of the season. Mm-hmm. They take on Florida, I believe, today at nine thirty. Which uh, is an early start for a baseball game. A.M.? Yes. 
Wow. They get the early start of the SEC tournament. We've it seems K- like we UK always baseball. Get, yeah, it seems like we well, always ten thirty. Ten thirty a.m. Yes, yes, very so early. Yeah. Nine thirty local time. They're kicking our bo- my, my ex boss off the air, so we're we're, do- we're dominating the airwaves today, Terry. That's huge news. Yeah. yeah. All right, so it is ten thirty, nine thirty local time there in Tuscaloosa, or no, where is the uh, Hoover? Right, Hoover. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hoover uh, Dam. SEC softball tournament was in, and uh, beating Florida is going to be a tough challenge. They. Should have won the series in the regular season, but that one was in Lexington. The good news is Florida's hasn't been great away from Gainesville, and this is technically a game away from Gainesville. Uh, so we'll see, but I don't know. Probably going to be another Kentucky loss, and then the season's going to end uh, with UK being 29 and 23 and 12 and 19 in conference games if they were to lose this one. 12 and 19 in the SEC is completely unacceptable, it's really bad. And especially when you were just pretty much average, maybe a little above average in the out of conference, uh, twelve and nineteen in conference ain't gonna ain't gonna do it for you. So I think the conversation after today, if Kentucky does lose Roush, is going to be a lot about Nick Mingione, and everybody's gonna come back and say, well, he got that extension, he ain't going nowhere, which probably is true, which is probably true. Um, well, no idea why he got that extension. If anybody knows why, please text into the so, show. 502-414-1450. Now, this was not from, like, the most inside of inside sources, but just, you know, talking to people. I don't think that uh, that extension is going to – like, that extension, I think, was more for recruiting than it was as a, a stamp of approval. A You get another year. So it, might, it could be up for grabs still, even though he got that extension. Could be on the chopping block. Well, I mean, if, so if that happens, Kentucky's going to owe him $800,000 where they would have owed him $0. So, yeah. So even if that does happen, it's not something that probably should be celebrated. $800,000, not a ton. You just got $23 Yeah, they just got million $23 million, from, million, yeah. yeah, but like if you're going to do that, I mean, it's literally throwing away. I, you know what? I wouldn't even be shocked if they did. When I tweeted, I tweeted out yesterday – and I got a lot of replies, and I got a few direct messages, and it was like a lot of people were saying that Mitch and Nick Mingione are very similar people. Just their outlooks on life, their faith, the their their weekend activities, and that's there's nothing wrong with that. Um, basically, it was almost painted to me, Roush, that like, hey, Mitch knows that some changes are going to need to be made, but... If he got to help out his boy with a bigger buyout, there's no way that'd be true. No, right? no, 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 no. I mean, there's just no way that it doesn't that'd make be sense true. for the bottom line. So now, if, but if, if, if Mitch fires Nick Mingione, I think after June 31st is when it'd get a little bit cheaper. I could be wrong about that. But if he fires him after this season and before next season, whether it's in a month, two months, whenever it may be, they should, they should totally look into that. There was no reason to extend him. And after and the new extension, they're like, you know, I think it actually sets up a little bit better. They don't owe him any additional money and all that stuff, like guaranteed money. They'll just have to pay out the years of his contract. That's fine. It's 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 a nice deal for UK. I think what ended up happening is here's my guess, without any, you know, you scratch my back sort of underdoing under backside dealings going on is what I think probably happened was, listen, we got to make a decision on him one way or another. Either we got to let go of his contract, and if we don't do that before this season, 
then that could get interesting. That could get ugly. Let's just give him an extension. And if he turns this thing around, we know we're going to give him two years anyways. Then if he stinks, we'll fire him. And we only owe him like, I think $400,000, 400,000, 500,000, whatever it is, or he'll start being better and UK will start improving and we'll feel like we got him for a deal. We showed him loyalty and we'll have him here for a little bit. The issue is he ain't turning. I don't think he's turning this around. I don't think Kentucky baseball is going to get rolling under Nick Mengio. I hope I'm, I'm hope I'm wrong about that. And it, it, it comes off that Mitch Barnhart may have just wasted a lot of money by giving him this extension, well, which I just, it doesn't make sense. What if TJ that this is just a business where you have to show good faith and give the person a chance to recruit by making sure that they have three years, at least on their contract while working in any college sport. See, you could have just also moved on and gotten somebody else and done a big deal and had the good faith and the years and uh, recruiting. Right. Right. Uh, but I don't think he was going to fire him after the pandemic season too. I think he was like, all right, I'll give you one more season. This isn't much. This is a little drop in the hat. I don't get in. In to be honest, too, Terry, eight hundred thousand doesn't seem like much. I mean, I'm used in to dealing with to the baseball program. It is like in the scheme of UK athletics, sure. But if you're like if you're dishing out eight hundred thousand dollars when it could have been zero dollars, that's a bad athletic director move. I like Mitch Barnhart. He's done great things for UK athletics. Old, I, I I like him. There'll probably be a statue of him someday at UK, and I think that's deserved. That just seems dumb. It's, this whole thing just seemed dumb. And I get it. You're right. You're right that sometimes you have to just kind of roll the dice, take a chance. But for a baseball program that has just progressively gotten worse and worse and worse. Got a new stadium and got more boring. Brand new stadium, and now we've got less momentum somehow. Uh, Kentucky is 32-59 and 59 in SEC play since his first great year, the Super Regional year. 32-59 and 59 in SEC play. And I think they've got one win over Louisville in that stretch. It's not good. Like, it's just not – that is not good. The Kentucky's got to move past that. Justin, you had something to say. I was going to say – Oh, no. Oh, Lordy. There we go. It's not Monday, but we're still acting up. That's all right. I'm here now. Uh, I was just going to say, yeah, you're right, TJ. $800,000 for a baseball program, a ton of money. If you if you all are in a similar situation with basketball he said no. what would 800,000 be in basketball Nothing. or in football and, yeah. and and that I agree with and again in the grand schemes of UK athletics they could they could fire Nick Mingione tomorrow uh the thing is hey if they find four cause they they they'll get zero but I always think that stuff is always messy when like oh, athletic yeah. programs try to work against their coaches so they can save some money and I don't think Mitch Barnhart would do that to his boy Nick Mingione but I'm ready for this baseball program to have a shot in the arm and get a little life to it and if you bring back Nick Mingione for another year We'll, we'll it, March will be here before we'll know it, and we'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's still the coach. All right, well, this will probably be his last year. Uh, go out there and be good, I guess, or but not too good. Not like not the average good where maybe it, uh, Mitch Barnhart would get some crazy ideas to keep you around for another season. But baseball games are fun. We've had fun with those in the past. UK fans have had fun with those in the past. That Super Regional game, was uh, that series was a really, really good time. And then the the Regional Weekend, beating NC State at like 2 in the morning roush. UK fans had a good time with that. We expected more of it with Nick Mingione. There's been less of it. So they'll take on Florida today, lose your seasons over, win, and maybe get on a little shriek. And uh, I guess you never really know what could happen. But ain't looking good, Roush. No, no. And I think the big thing is 
your your job as UK baseball coach is to make somebody like me kind of care a little bit. And then just, yeah. Kind of like the Louisville football situation, the way you all talk about it with Scott Satterfield. Yeah, except that's the biggest revenue sport. <laughs> that's true. It, this is true. Kind of. I mean, it, it. yeah, except Roush's counter is, is the correct response to that. But it's just Absolutely. like so ho-hum. And, uh, and going to a football game is a little bit more like n- no shots at baseball or anything. There's a lot more baseball games. It's, so y- your football opportunities, you can have a little bit more fun at them because it's the tailgate, the whole nine yards. Still can't drink a beer at either, but. Which is also dumb, mm-hmm. um, but really, really stupid when you when you come to think of it. But like, if Kentucky has a big SEC series, that baseball stadium should have good crowds. They should, and I get it. This was a pandemic year, and things were weird, and the team also stunk, and that wasn't fun. But like, if Kentucky, if Kentucky's competing in the SEC, and you've got a Friday night, and they've got LSU coming to town for a baseball game, that should be a event that people around Lexington feel like going to one because it's a Friday night and that's a fun thing to do and two because they want to watch a a good baseball series and they want to watch two good baseball teams and Kentucky just hasn't been doing their part on the other end of this in the Nick Mangione series so we'll see but 10 30 today down in Hoover they'll take on Florida in a must win you win this one and then you get to the double elimination parts and then you can kind of maybe exhale a little bit but uh SEC good at baseball Kentucky just a little ways behind which is disappointing Let's head to a break. Roush, do we have a defensive backs coach for the football team yet? Nope. Okay. There's your update there. Maybe we'll get a little more when we return here on Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. We'll be right back. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. Just talking? Well, what's the show about? It's about nothing. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Pro Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here on the Big X. At Genesis Diamonds, diamonds are not a side business. It's our main business. Don't buy diamonds from a jeweler that doesn't specialize in diamonds. Their selection is limited. Their prices are too high. Get the value in the selection you deserve at Genesis Diamonds on Shelbyville Road Plaza next to Trader Joe's. All right, I got to get your all's takes. I know Sports Radio yesterday talked about this, but what are our thoughts on the Julio Jones phone call? Are you all familiar at all? Yes. Okay, good. Justin, are you? I am, yeah. Okay. Does you anybody know, have it, a hot take? So some some days with Trevor, it'd be like, wow, the Louis statue statue in Louisville walked up and took the giant baseball bat and started swinging around at buildings downtown. What do you all think? Trevor would be like, wait, what happened? 
that that was on the news? <laughs> I had no idea. You, you, you I never, I never knew about it. Uh, I, I, my only, I don't have a, I don't know if I have a hot take. I guess we need to talk about it and see if one gets cooked up in the oven here. Do we think that he knew that he was on TV or not? I guess. That's, oh yeah, yeah, that was totally plain. It's you think Fox? Those things are so overproduced. Wow, that was that's the most. A, that's a hot take. It was great. I, like, I actually got to give credit to Shannon Sharp for making it seem natural. But, like, nothing on those shows, like, very few radio shows operate like that, where they will just call somebody out of the blue. Like, sometimes we'll just call Trevor and try to wake him up. Which, by the way, maybe we should try to do that today. Mm, Give him a call? Yeah. But, like, like just the whole whole gimmick, it was was great theater, but no, I'm not buying for a second that Julio wasn't in on it. He was honestly probably just tired. There had been whispers for a long time. I know Titans fans are really fired up because they believe that it could happen, that Julio could go to Tennessee. It's, I mean, that's been whispered about for a month, but I think Julio was just like, all right, we got to put some pressure on the Falcons to do something. Because unlike Aaron Rodgers, he went about it the right way. He requested a trade before the NFL draft. The Falcons have had every opportunity to move him. It's been a month and change, and he's just like, all right, I got to make something happen. And this was a good way to go about doing it. I don't, I, I think all, like, all of our brains, former knowledge, would everything we know would seem to indicate what you just said is right but he did not sound like he knew he was on tv when he was on tv they didn't say right away that you're on tv they didn't do it till later and then i think people kind of got nervous because they like three different people said it in the span of 30 seconds well you're on the show you're on the show and here is i think the biggest kicker and you can go look this up undisputed and fs1 they haven't tweeted any of that stuff out at all. Really? They haven't, like, promote. You Wouldn't that be like, Julio Jones, live on the show? It's not there. Clay Travis is the only person of, uh, associated with FS1 that has anything on it. <laughs> so, in California, in one of my favorite classes at UK in journalism school, which was... Was the UK law? Was UK law. Oh, I hated that so much. Oh, I much. loved it. it was Did you have it online with the one guy? Lebowski? I know it, so. it was in person. Yeah, my online that guy was a dork. That's probably what it was. I had the wrong teacher. Well, he mine was terrible. He, he lo- was so obnoxious. He loved me. He called me after the class and he was like, "So, what'd you think? Like, what can I do to make it tougher? What can I do to make it easier? What were some?" And I was like, "So, I just I told him everything I thought about it, but I really enjoyed the class just even before uh, he he liked me for whatever reason because it was interesting. You learned like Kentucky a one party consent. We can record anybody we want in Kentucky. They don't have to know about it. Totally legal." California, two-party consent state. So this is technically, like, what they did, I think, are they actually, like, related, Shannon and Julio? They, uh, I don't know what the connection is. Uh, yeah, they, 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 I think he says. In the, he said it was his uncle, but I think it was just one of those things. Just their buds. Yeah. Like, they've been around each other yeah. for a long time. Yeah. Uh, well, regardless, you know, if they are friends, Julio's not going to probably press charges or do anything like that about it. I don't think Just he knew. Chris Mackey tournament in the FBI. I don't think he knew about it, but I, I honestly have no clue. But the fact that they're just not like teasing that, because that was an epic interview. I mean, he said that he's out of Atlanta, which we did kind of know. Mm-hmm. That wasn't so much a surprise, but it was interesting to play or not, you know, use, not use coach speak with it. Just come out and be like, no, I'm out of there. And then 
it was frame questioning to kind of bash the Cowboys, but I love that the Cowboys are are catching some shrap metal here. There are a, a few stray bullets just get the Cowboys when they're pew, not pew, even expecting. Cowboys are like, damn it, we're just trying to do have a normal. Like our expectations are like eight and eight. Leave us alone here. And then they're all just talking about how much the Cowboys stink, and that was a good time. <laughs> I don't think he knew, but I say that with very little confidence because if they did, do, if this was staged, pretty good, pretty damn good job. And it made me think, Roush, that like. If I'm an athlete, maybe you follow the Julio Jones playbook where you, let's say, let's do it from like a local, more of a local scale, where like, Roush, you're going to leave KSR. It's time to go to a different blog. Oh, man. You tell Haley Minogue, be like, hey, during one of your like segments, call me and just act like, you know, be like, there's rumors Roush maybe leaving KSR. Man, that'd be electric on the floor. Call call, WHS ratings would just be, (laughs) 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 you know, Haley doesn't even call people on her segments. Like, it's just completely. (laughs) And, uh, but you set this up with her, and then you can come out there and act like you don't know you're on the phone and be like, man, I hated it there. It was the worst. I can't wait to get to see a blue. It's going to be amazing. And I'm going to finally get that pay raise. And then, boom, you break your own news. You get out there what you wanted to say, but then you could come out and be like, oh, my gosh, I didn't even know I was on the air. Oh, oops, oops, I didn't even know. Good idea. We could try to get big, like, recruits to do that. Be like, hey, we're calling you. Say that you're committing to UK, but don't act like you know you're on the air. <laughs> See, that was my thing about this whole thing. I don't, I don't know if it was staged or not. I, when I initially watched it, I thought that Julio had no idea that he was on the air. But it brought up a, an opinion why – why don't we see that more with with former athletes calling athletes now doing interviews? I mean, because Julio was so open to talk to Shannon. Well, I, I think that was part of it is that like they do, you know, they'll they'll tell their producers like, "Hey, he's my boy." I, I texted him, said that asked if he'd want to come on. Here's his number. Call him at this time. They do do that. Like the you know part of the the guest booking isn't always the guest bookers. It'll be the celebrities or the personalities being like, yeah, they're my friend. I reached out to him. They said that they'll do it. So that does happen. But I just, I did love the candidness of it. And Julio has an out to say, oh, I didn't know, you know, we all say things like that when we don't know we're being recorded. But now it's out there that he wants to leave. I was shocked Atlanta Falcons wrote a story on it. Like their official Twitter account released, like Julio Jones says his plans in an interview with FS1. I was like, damn, they're getting that out there too. But uh, Falcons want a first rounder for him. NFL experts suggest it ain't going to happen. He's not worth a first round anymore. He's still probably a top five receiver. No way. Okay, name, not name, a name, name five that would be a better wide receiver next year. I would say your guy, Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams, Michael Thomas. You've got. Who's a, he's a drama queen, too. That, he is a drama queen. Last year. Um, Hopkins, I'll help you out. Yep. Hopkins is better. Hopkins. We're uh, talking receivers that you definitely would just, without a doubt, want more than Julio Jones for this upcoming season. Those three, no doubt about it. I would take T.Y. Hilton over Julio Jones, to be honest. That is that's such dumb. a horrible yeah, take, Justin. That's a bad take, Justin. I, was, I mean, Julio hasn't been good in years. Well, he also that's has had Matt Ryan. Also and, not necessarily true. Right. Uh, if It depends on what team I am. It, it, like, Justin, my buddy had said that, like, you know, first rounder, he's still, you know, he's still one of the best receivers in the NFL. And that was my first instinct was, like, I used to have Julio in every, fantasy. He's not as good in fantasy, but that's – Fantasy is not real life. And I was thinking to myself, like, he's he's old. He hasn't put up numbers, blah, blah, blah. One, he has. Uh, he only played nine games last year. But the year before that, you know, still, I think, a 1,400-yard year. 
not bad for a wide receiver. It's about 90 and, yards a game. Yeah, and then when was the last time that they were actually really good? Was that in 17? The uh, That was the Super Bowl season. Yeah, 17's going back a pretty long way. But, yeah. I, uh, another, you know, I think a 1,500-yard season, all that good stuff. If I'm the Titans or the Ravens, because those are two of the top suitors, they're both teams that, especially the Ravens, like – at a certain point, it goes back to kind of like the college basketball recruiting where do you go for the high school kid or do you go for the transfer or the known quantity? And like that first-round pick, what are you going to use it on next year that could be better for you to win now? Because most of those teams are in win-now mode. They're like the yeah, – If you're in win-now mode, a first-rounder, I go ahead. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not, not – you don't need to be Sean McVay and just throw all of your first rounds away to go trade for guys to win now. But one guy for next year – to push you to push you from the, you know, six seven seed range to the one two range, especially now that that buy they've got the extra team. If you think you can get that buy, I know it'd be much tougher in the AFC because of the Chiefs, but that buy is so much more critical in the Super Bowl. Any sort of home field advantage, it's worth it. It's absolutely worth it. So uh, I, I would just say yes, but it depends on what. Like the Steelers don't need to go throw in a first round pick to get like that. You know, there there are certain teams that. The, the Bengals, like those guys, don't need receivers. But when you Titans and Ravens, you're in win now mode. Go spend a first rounder on Julio. Patriots too. Uh, Patriots or the Patriots in win now mode. If Julio went to the Patriots, he'd probably be like, "Damn it, yeah." Like this is another team. That seems like a square peg. Yeah. Well, it's just also like like Matt Ryan's a better quarterback than what they have now. Is right? this situation that much different than Atlanta? And you got to deal part? with Bill Belichick, who like he said he wants to win. Bill wins. Yeah, did he win last year? No. Oh, and there's much reports harder. that like yeah. Cam Newton went to like a new QB coach, and they called him like a Mustang or something like that. So now everybody. Oh, thinks you he, can say he's gonna be no, really though. He like did go to like this QB coach that worked on his mechanics, and there's this Patriots reports like teammates have noticed the difference. It's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> give me give me a break. Cam Newton couldn't throw the ball 25 yards last year. Uh, I, I don't care what this new QB coach did unless he found the fountain of youth, in which case then maybe I'm in on it. But to Justin's credit here, NFL experts, people that know a hell of a lot more than I do, are suggesting that like the first round price tag is too high for him. So if he really was top five receiver or top 10, whatever, uh, and teams are in win now mode, Roush, I agree with you that like it seems like a no brainer. But then I have to defer to the experts and maybe even Justin. It's like, then why aren't they doing it? Like, if he is as good as I think that he is, and you are in win-now mode. I think, Julio, you've got one year of him being top five, top ten, wherever you think he falls in line. And then after that, whatever you get from him is just maybe you get another year, maybe you get two more years. It, so probably, really it just... probably isn't great, but I think, you get one, I think you're going all in on one more year yeah. of, like, this Julio can change games. Yeah. One year. So I've got a list pulled up of current NFL wide receivers. I don't have Julio in my top ten. All right, let's hear him. Because you, you said T.Y. Hilton, so you're off to a pretty so, bad start. No, Tyreek Hill is not in it. Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams. You've got Justin Jefferson, Stephon Diggs, Allen Robinson, Adam Thielen. Or Diggs or Thielen. You're crazy. I'm you're, definitely not crazy on Thielen. Uh, you've got Michael Thomas, Keenan Allen, Calvin Ridley. Calvin, Julio's not even the best receiver on the Falcons. Calvin Ridley's better than Julio Jones. I mean, no. Yes. You're also speaking in relative to, like, age on how I'm you, speaking you, you, to how you, they no, are now. No, you're projecting where you think How they be. are now. Yeah. That's how I'm talking about it. How they are now last season coming you're, into this season. You're entitled to that opinion. DK Metcalf is a guy that's better than Julio Jones. What are you basing this off of? Because Julio had a bad season or had a played nine games 
on a team that was just absolutely horrible. I, I, and admittedly, very clearly checked out. Admittedly, I am basing this somewhat on age, but I mean, there's there are so many receivers in the NFL better than him. Yeah, you're also named Chris a bunch Godwin. of dudes who play like Chris Godwin's slaughter. better. Chris Godwin's not better. Absolutely on, is. Absolutely. I mean, he's just not. He's not. You want to talk about? We uh, talk about guys who aren't the best receiver on their team. Chris Godwin. Could throw Mike Evans in there if you want. Yeah, yeah I, just, I mean the last the last year that Julio G- Jones played more than you know ten games, uh, he had six hundred more yards than DK Metcalf. Well, year was that twenty nineteen? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't DK's know. Rookie I, year. I think that's honestly the injuries is what scare me with Julio Jones. If I'm an NFL team, well, I mean, he has worse, but that's you know what wide receiver. Hasn't been injured. Like I think Devon, it's hilarious. Devontae, you... Ad, Devontae Adams is just like, you know, it's every year. It's like, oh, man, we just got to keep him healthy. I feel like that's a lot of wide receivers. I yeah, do love that he wrong. mentioned Adam Thielen, like two Vikings wide receivers. I like Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen's a good I mean, wide receiver. It's just Kirk Cousins' nobody... quarterback. Do you at least give me Justin Jefferson? No. you're. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm done. Not right now. <laughs> I'm out of here. Not right now. I mean, like, long term, of course. But for one year, yeah, if with a good a quarterback. Almost everybody you've said I'm going with, yes. But if we're talking about, like, hey, we need to win a Super Bowl this year, I'm are you t- taking Justin Jefferson or a healthy Julio Jones? I'm taking t- the healthy Julio Jones. I'm taking, I'm taking a lot of those guys over Julio, even if it is just for one year. Okay. I'm not a Julio guy. You're entitled to your opinion. I, I Julio's a freak when he wants to kind of tap in, and I think he's going to be motivated for one final year. I just don't want him going to the Ravens. Go to the Titans. Titans would be fun. Him and Derek, you know, you get uh, just a lot of big names down in Nashville. It'd be fun. Yeah, yeah you're right. Dunk, good time. Yeah. Did you all see the video of Derek Henry squatting like a thousand pounds? Yeah, his workout videos are just, they're just every time you see him, you're like, this like guy's a running be back. An SNL spoof of it, and they're gonna be like, all right, lift that building. He's <laughs> 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 gonna go over there and lift the building. Or something oh, I will. Like if, if Justin wanted some good ammo, do y'all remember the year that he had like that touchdown drought where? He averaged, you know, 120 yards a game, but just couldn't get in the end zone because the, the Matt Ryan couldn't get it to him. Do you remember that, Justin? I don't. You don't? It was. I think it might have been the year after the Super Bowl. It might have been the Super Bowl year where he was great, but just they could not get him in the ball in the end zone. Maybe that's why I, I think have it my was, I think you're right. Of I think it was 17. He only had three touchdowns receiving. Touchdowns. Yeah, it didn't have a touchdown had, for like eight or nine had games. Had to be that year. Because yeah. I was looking at stats, and you know, some of it's just really, really impressive. 18 is uh, in bold. I, you know, that may mean he led the league in reception yards in 18. But, yeah, his numbers are insane, but you can't help but notice the touchdown number <laughs> in 17 is like three. What the hell? He had three this past year, you know? And he only played in nine games. So, And he had double the yards back in 17. Uh, that's good callback there. That was the year they just destroyed the Packers in the NFC Championship game. Imagine that. I will huh. tell you, though. Losing in the NFC Championship game. I will tell you, though, if he goes to the Titans, they have a scary – Wide receiver room with Davis and um, AJ Brown. AJ Brown, you yeah. To find somebody that looks at wide receivers the way Justin does, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Nobody gets more excited you know, about like AJ Corey the Davis. AJ, AJ Brown and Corey Davis are both top twenty receivers in the oh, league. Oh, I mean, absolutely. Justin's absolutely. the only guy to have seventy five receivers <laughs> in his top, top twenty. 20. <laughs> That's it. Where would you put Alan Lazard? Top forty? Oh hell no. No, he's, like he's well, down there. And here, here's the thing, too, TJ. If he thinks so highly of the Titans wide receiver room, he must think that Tannehill's a terrible quarterback because they have 
the passing attack is weak sauce. Around He's the all horn right. to Justin Caleb? He's all right. But they have a great running back. Oh, yeah. They have great wide receivers, supposedly. Should be a wagon. So what's, yeah, what, what, what's the no, issue here? They, Coaching. Right. Coaching, yep. The curse of the Music that. City Miracle. We're going with that. The Tootie's curse. Tootsies. Tootsies. Yeah. Y'all, y'all are never going to agree with me, so I'm going to die on this hill. Okay, say hey, no, <laughs> die away. But please disagree. We need more Hurricane uh, Hoosier Dingus in our lives. Oh, let's call Trevor. See what he thinks about Julio Jones, where he's ranked oh, as yeah. Hey, speaking of Trevor, I was uh, at work last night on the bar, and there was this guy from Philly there, and he was like, "I know." Or I was telling him about the show. I was like, "You should give it a listen." And he was like, "I saw." So I was telling him about the history and how I took over for Trevor, and he was like, "Kelsey." I said Trevor Kelsey, and he was like, Kelsey. He was like, K-E-L-S-E-Y? And I was like, yeah. I was like, you know him? He was like, yeah, and we we all know each other. We're all brothers. And I was like, that is really weird. And then he was like, nah, I'm just kidding. I was like, oh, my God. He had me he oh, spelled, his, spelled his name right and everything. I was like, what? Because well, if you went with Phil, Travis you could, Kelsey, Jason Kelsey, yeah. 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 Oh. <laughs> but, man, he got – you got – I was just is willing to just go on the radio. And he got owned I got got some yeah. random guy. No, I, I told him I would bring it up today. So because he he also prob- like that he's just going around to people from Philly and being like this UK centric sports show is for you. Yeah, <laughs> no, it. so he was asking me about it and we had a discussion and yeah, I doubt he listens today. But hey, well if you did, he got a shout out, got a That's story right. about how he got you. That's right. What Andy, else? What else went on at the bar last night? Uh, he was mad that the Phillies lost to the Marlins as well. Hey, the Phillies got the final one from the Red Sox. Um, I met a guy at the bar last night who has a job cleaning runways. He literally travels across the country and just clears debris off runways. How sweet is that? What? Sounds yeah. like a horrible job. He drives a machine and it takes him six hours to clean one runway. Like at airports, uh, okay. So because you can't have like, any rocks like, on the like surface. street cleaning. Yeah, like uh, rubber. When you it, say debris, I thought like, well, anybody could just go move a log out of the runway. It was more so for like the that. pebbles and stuff. Mo- no, gotcha. more so. Yeah. It was more so for like the rubber coming off the plane tires. So he takes his machine to the runways. Yep, cleans them off, gets a nice little payday, moves on. Sounds pretty awesome. Yep. I saw a TikTok of somebody that's like an air traffic, like the people in the little towers. You don't need a college degree for it, and they just make insane amounts of money. Huh, I think you like start at like seventy thousand, but you can like depending on what city you are and cost of living. I think like the ones in like San Francisco make like two hundred thousand dollars, and you Not just go in there and you're like, all right, there's a plane. This you gotta wait. No, no, no you wait. <laughs> no, you go. You're good. Uh, it's obviously more work. Yeah, than but that, you're basically but a human stoplight. Basically, red yeah. light, green light, and then you just do that, and like supposedly holiday holiday pay is awesome, and you just work by yourself, which is cool. Like working by myself. So. I ran into a guy who was from Baltimore, big Ravens fan at the track that was in town for a bachelor party. And it always hey. it always kind of throws me off when I hear people saying like when Louisville is a tourist destination for folks. It just I don't know. Yeah. You know, it just doesn't You forget that people have bachelor and bachelorette parties here. Yeah, well, and, and the it, thing is, it actually would be a cool place because like, you get the distillery stuff that's unique, yeah, bourbon, you, the or track, you can go track. Uh, baseball you can, po- folks probably are into the Bat Museum, even though like you know, Bat Museum, most overrated museum. I know you're very anti Bat Museum, but yeah, I you you forget that Louisville does have some nice touristy kind of attractions. So, which do you show them a good time? I mean, you know, we we chatted it up. He was enjoying the sights and sounds of the paddock. Uh, nice, nice fella. 
Uh, it's funny. This weekend, my wife is playing in a volleyball tournament out at the fairgrounds, but it's like it's like a national deal where it's uh, USA Volleyball puts it on, so they get a big crowd and they're having a uh, a welcoming party, unofficial get together for folks coming into town at Fourth Street Live. Oh my gosh! It's like imagine like that's your intro to Louisville. Is uh, that's what it is for a lot of people? Like a lot of bachelor parties go to like Fourth Street Live because. It is this highly concentrated area of a yeah. ton of different bars and restaurants and stuff going on. It's just, it's I, only, I don't know. Like, why, when, when can normal Louisville maybe take back 4th Street? Can we? Or is it just that it's downtown, it's always going to be like a tour? Because it is a cool spot. It's just not cool. What do we do? I don't know. We're in a weird spot. I I think part of it is just that PBR thing, man. It just <laughs> It just really turns me off. Like... Something about that place, just, yeah. Cause like, yeah, we I like the the beverage PBR, but like the and I should like the hey, a thirty two ounce beer is only five bucks. Like that's pretty good for a, a bar price. But I don't know, just something about it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm I, same. I don't I don't know what it is. I don't know either. Maybe maybe we just have to. We've got to start a marketing campaign for Four Street Live. But what do we even want it to like? Just take back Fourth Street. Just you know, we don't want. But if we say if our if our biggest gripe with it is because it's just kind of too crowded, then it's almost defeating. <laughs> the, the, yeah, <laughs> but it's so maybe it's just not for us. And uh, honestly, as we get older and the less and less I go out, that, that's okay. Um, but maybe glad just, to see that people enjoy it one way or another. Maybe we just ban line beards. Line beards still a thing. Uh, yeah, I feel like the, they're, they're, thing. they're still there. They're still kicking. Oh, okay. yeah, big time. All right, let's go to uh, our daily double dip break here. We'll come back. Man, what a first hour of the show. Well, if you we got that touch hour, them all. We, we got a lot of other kind of – I got a few other things up my sleeve. And some tacos. I need to talk about. And we got some tacos to talk about. And we got a lot of texts. 502-414-1450. One texter will be winning a free entree from Salsaritas. You're listening to KRC here on Big Exports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. We'll be back after this daily double break. Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two of Kentucky Roll Roll Call. You're on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker. Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen here. Kentucky Roll Call goes 7 to 9 Monday through Friday. We come right on again on Big X after we get off at 9 o'clock, so you can listen to the replay of the show or get the show on podcast. Wherever you get your podcasts, just search Kentucky Roll Call and leave us a review and rating if you didn't mind. Another way to listen to the show is data hassle-free streaming option by calling 515-605-5382. Save that number in your phone. You can listen to Big X Sports Radio anytime you want just by calling that number, 515-605-5382. And uh, we also want to give a shout-out to the Big X Sports Radio Golf Car 2021 edition. 
some of the nicest courses in the area for a price that you will not believe. Under $25 around, which we just talked yesterday about uh, somebody that went to a public course in Louisville and paid for two people and spent over 100 bucks on their round. So imagine this, under $25 around with the Big Exports Radio Golf Cards going to get you on at Cherry Run, Old Capital Golf Club, Elk Run, Valley View, and Christmas Lake, which is in Santa Claus, Indiana. You can get all those courses under $25 around, and I promise you they're going to be nicer than the public courses in the area. Card included, by the way. Get yours today. Limited supply. Father's Day under a month away. BigExportsRadio.com or call 812 725 1457. 812-725-1457. All right. We got a lot to get to this hour. Let's go to Brooks Bryson. Let's do it. Okay, that's yeah, that's fine. The you, you got to provide the background for people that don't know what you're talking about. So I don't know the initial I, I have a feeling Brooks Kepka and Bryson DeChambeau have hated each other for a long time. It did not become apparent until Bryson beefed up and spent that entire offseason, that COVID kind of delay, putting on 30, 40 pounds or so. Oh. Let me add something. Into- maybe oh, maybe fix your there microphone. Uh, so before we get into that, so it all started when Brooks was giving Bryson crap about his slow pace of play, and then that evolved into – who would win a fight between Bryson and Brooks? And I've always heard that's why Bryson beefed up, along with wanting to hit the ball. But to actually f- win a physical fight with Brooks Kepka. He didn't. He didn't like that nobody said him when that was brought up. So, oh my gosh, that's yeah. hilarious! Because yeah. Bryson is a you know his ego is something else for sure. I mean, most of these golfers is, but uh, the narcissism and the intelligence, like he he just thinks he's God's gift to to golf. He thinks he's great. Uh, but nevertheless, they've they've had this kind of very public feud, a war of the words, if you will, and uh, they did not play over the weekend. I think Bryson finished like one under or so. Brooks finished tied for second at four under, and uh, after the weekend was over, uh, Brooks was he was doing a stand up interview with the Golf Channel, and. As they're, you know, this is the first question they're asking him, hey, you know, what was going wrong? He's like, well, you know, I was striking the ball well, but it was it was tough to putt out there. It was, it was difficult to, to read sometimes. And Bryson walks by in the background and says, just got to start on the right line <laughs> under his breath and keeps on walking, just walks right behind him. And if you didn't, if you did not see the Brooks Kepka eye roll and he didn't stop in his tracks, then you wouldn't have known anything was happening. You would just thought somebody was walking behind him if this kept on going. But Brooks was so ticked off, he's just like, I just lost my bleeping train of thought. We'd play it, but he just starts dropping F bombs and the 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 me you'll see the meme everywhere today because the eye roll, his eyes are six inches into the back of his head. And I just man, the look of disdain, the I mean, that they hate each other. So much, and I just want to see. I just want to see these two golf together to see see what it comes to. Well, it'll it'll certainly happen, and it'll be hilarious when that does happen. But man, Brooks really acting like a child at the PGA Championship. Pretty disappointing from him. Whines about the crowds, and then just throws a little fit because Bryson walked behind him. Ooh, so you're anti Brooks? I'm not anti Brooks. I like 
Brooks Kepka. I root for him. And I think uh, Bryson DeChambeau is fun to watch hit the the long ball. So I enjoy watching – he's kind of a dork, but I enjoy watching him. But people are, are, are so quick to be like, man, Brooks is so cool with this. He acted like a child. Somebody walked behind you. Who cares? Do an interview. He was very frustrated with like that. Round well, of he's golf also on yeah, Sunday. yeah. And I get it. You you lost. You, you were close cool. to winning a major championship, PGA championship. You two strokes away. I get it. That'd be really heartbreaking. You didn't really play particularly well, so he probably feels like he could have won it if he just played better. Just a couple more putts. But yeah. gosh, somebody walked behind you. Who cares? Well, I mean, there was no need for the snide comment from DeChambeau like that. Yeah, it's also like what, what, what they, did Deschambeau sh- say? So we said earlier, he said he was when when Brooks said, you know, it was difficult to read sometimes. Bryson goes, if you just started it on the right line. Oh, he, I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah, that's the part. You, like, somebody like slowed it down and deciphered it so that you could hear what oh, Bryson said. So okay, Bryson gotcha, was deliberately gotcha. messing with yeah. him during the interview, oh. and it wasn't just like somebody going up and doing bunny ears either. Like he was, <laughs> he was calling him out. Gosh, that almost makes me like. Bryson even more. <laughs> That's what's great about this state is like, I you can really pick which camp, and I think that's what makes an individual sport like golf difficult sometimes. Is you need to have figures you love and figures you hate, and this is the rivalry that we need—a war of words that hasn't even been on the golf course yet. Hopefully, it culminates in an actual fight. That'd be. Sweet. Oh man, I did not know Bryson had <laughs> he said took a that shot comment. at him. Yeah. Gosh, <laughs> I know. I like, guess pretty, and 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 also. Well, then honestly, uh, it comes back to Brooks. Brooks is a coward for just doing that. Just, just doing eye rolls. Just doing eye rolls. Wow, it's so funny how like I learn new information and how my brain just starts spinning like that. But That's also, a, that, I think that is great. Good for golf. Woo. Yeah, yeah. We Love we it. need these two together. The problem is, is Bryson is just average in the big ones. Like Bryson's really good at the bad ones. Brooks is not. Brooks really only shows up for the majors. And Bryson has yet to I think he did he make a top did he fight back for a top ten last year at one of those? I think he had a top ten at the PGA and he might have been close to the top ten this year. Not but sure. like he's never really been in contention on Sunday. If, at a golf, major. if golf knew what was good for them, they'd put him together next week. Yeah. God, that'd be so I mean, cool. imagine the ratings. Well, the US Open in June, if they just Put them together then. I'll put them on Thursday. <laughs> that that would be that'd be awesome. All right, so I had just uh, no clue Bryson DeChambeau had to, had said something in the background of that, and that just makes it. I, I thought that what would happen was he just had walked behind him and Brooks like just saw sight of him and acted just like a like, child. Yeah, and at yeah. which point I was like, what, what are you doing, man? Like I get it, we don't like people, and sometimes just even seeing them can annoy us, but. Ah, uh, gotcha. Man, that clip it really does make views. it really does make a little bit more sense. So now I don't blame blame Brooks for the eye roll, but what TV would have been if he just would have been like, "Shut up, Bryson! Shut <laughs> the hell up, Shut the hell up, dude! Where'd you finish? Okay, yeah, that would have been so God. great. Oh man, that's or awesome. Just hit him with the scoreboard. Well, yeah, and, yeah. and you know what's great about both of these guys too is they both do things that you can love and you can hate at the same time. Like you mentioned, like Brooks was he did the what we would have done. If we would have lost, and that's just be ticked off and look for excuses as to why you lost. Oh, I got my knee dinged up on the last, you know, like, it just clearly visibly frustrated, which I think is kind of relatable, but it's also like, hey, buddy, you lost. Be a little bit more graceful. Bryson, it is fun as hell to watch him just swing like he's trying to murder the golf ball. But also, it's like, dude, you're just a dork who 
is is trying is way too much of a tryhard. Like on his story, his Instagram story last night, he's just curling 100 pounds. And if I show you the video too, I mean, it is he's doing like half curls. It's like you're not even doing the full flexion, you know? Yeah. Like not not, not even doing the full uh, the, the full curl. You're just he's the guy at the gym that's doing 700 pounds to look cool, even though he's not even really getting any benefit out of it. Bryson has one major, and then besides that, he only has one top five finish in a major. Really, if you want to have fun with numbers, he's only got one other top. Mm, let's go. He's only got one other top 15 finish in majors besides the one he won in the PGA Championship fourth place tie that he had in 2020. So, so yeah, came in came in fourth last year uh, to Marikawa. One. Good. Golf, more beef, more drama. Fine by me. Love it. Yeah, I can't wait to see what comes of that. If you're a pod, I feel like if you were a podcast that had money, I'd be like, hey, I'll give – 50,000 of your favorite charity, 50 years. Why don't we just hash this out on our podcast? Why don't we have you on, have them on? It sounds <laughs> like they dislike each other so much that they that they maybe wouldn't do it. Right. That's what that's why I think the pairing would be interesting because you know they would both be ticked off and they would probably play worse golf because of it. But if you're if you really want to beat the person, you got to beat them out on the course. Like that's that's the ultimate like trash talking motive, you know. Yeah. No, it's the best thing you can do. Yeah. Hit a good shot and just kind of smile and smirk. Because everybody G- knows. Give like, a little wink and a nod. You don't even have to say stuff while out on the golf course. Because you, know you know what they're thinking. They know what you're thinking. And, like, it would be the ultimate test, too, of Brooks's patience to just be dealing with. Because Bryson is the ultimate guy. Like, like, this guy really, like, just hit the damn ball, you know? Yeah. Oh, it'd be good. Gosh. We need to make it happen. The good yep. news is we get this rivalry for years and years because they're both pretty young. Yeah, they'll probably like hash it out. I doubt they'll, it. They'll, no, I mean we're all, a Ryder Cup or something. We're going on what two or three years now with this rivalry. Oh, it's just getting started. They yeah. haven't even done it on the course yet. Right. Should be good stuff. All right, uh, want to bring this up as well, and we can spend very little time on it. But the Dan Dockage story. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Delivering for DoorDash to teach himself the value of a dollar after losing too much money betting on the NCAA tournament. I never like to kick a man while they're down, especially one that's trying to humble themselves. Dan Dockage was, by all accounts, or maybe is, I don't know, but things I've heard and just following his social media. From afar, not knowing him personally, just seemed like a pretty terrible dude. Yeah, he's uh, a boy. Was mean, nasty, just like didn't really seem to get it. And then it was everybody else's problem, not his, which is generally a good way to prove that it's actually you're doing something wrong or you're you're you just treated people bad and made stuff up. Uh, you know, we like to poke fun at the hyperbole, but he's he he had a constant shtick that they had made fun of his dead dad. Yeah, which yeah. is like nobody does that. Of course, they wouldn't do that. And then they would ask for evidence, and he'd say, you, you, he, whoever did it knew what they said. I No need to rehash it. And But he'd never say who said it or when they said it. It was just completely made up. You it's know? also not even like uh, – I mean, that, that, that's that's just the uh, feather in the cap to like the many, many controversies that Doc just had. He oh, called yeah. out a high school, said that there's just – that. Uh, they fired a coach, so he called the town full of a bunch of 
an HIV infested town, go get your needles somewhere else. I'm going to come down there and just beat you all up. Mm-hmm. Like real I, dumb stuff. He's and not, then, he's not wrong in that assessment of that town, by the way. <laughs> okay, Justin. Uh, but the, he, uh, so he, that happened that ticked people off, but then he actually got taken off the air for a few days for talking. He got into it with a woman over something stupid on Twitter. And then, Said he was going to beat her in a swimming competition, but let me check with my wife. It was really bizarre. Then he got off Twitter for you a few days. Dockett's just really went off the rails in the last year. It, 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 some of his social media activity from somebody afar, and this is just an outsider's opinion. It, like, it looked like somebody that was just Cry for help. constantly under the influence of something oh. and, and tweeting. I was just going like, to say, he's lot, just like, how do I get attention? A lot have, of it was like nonsensical, and then things would get deleted, and then just the people he'd go back and forth with. And then he had a quick trigger on the block. I got blocked. I don't yeah. even think I ever tweeted him. I'm sure I probably did at some point, but I got I got blocked in no time. Probably a better strategy for him just to block and move on. Here, Here's what he said in March of 2020, on the firing of Scottsburg, Indiana high school coach, Brent Jameson, by calling a player a meth head. Urging listeners to take a dump in Scottsburg and threatening, I may just drive down there and beat the hell out of every school board member. He said that Scottsburg's a town full of meth and AIDS and needles. <laughs> then he, he, after he got in trouble, he said, tone is important, people. Sometimes you can't get the tone out of a newspaper article. Sometimes what's funny is when you said or trying to be funny doesn't come across. That's that's why it didn't go over well. Is you couldn't you didn't know the tone of him call, saying that Scottsburg oh. was full of meth and AIDS. And oh, was, yeah. And then of course Justin comes out and says that he agrees with Dockage. <laughs> I mean, not wholeheartedly, but he's not that far off. I mean, yeah, ha- but also having like an an HIV outbreak isn't like something to joke about. Absolutely not. You know. Uh, also, the so the, those that's his running his laundry list of things, but like. The, the biggest thing with Dockic is, like, this is such a try-hard, like, this is such an old man yells at cloud kind of thing. Like, I'm humbling myself. Like, he's he's doing this for attention. Came from Steelworkers. You know, like, yeah. he's going out of his See, way I don't, to tell I don't people like, about I don't it. Like going, I don't like going down that road. Because, you know, what if, I, I doubt it, but, like, what if he did, what if he is doing this because he actually needs money? I don't think that's no way zero yeah. percent chance. I but don't. I don't, probably, I don't think it is either. He did admit that he's probably getting fired from ESPN. Well, that I think that was probably going to happen. He just didn't bring enough to the table. He was a good commentator. He was he a great commentator. In, just don't be such a in, jerk into the weeds and whatnot. But like this isn't. This is a good way to remind you of a value. The value of a dollar. Uh, somebody like Dockage needs to be humbled, and if he's doing that, that's fine. Roush, you are right. A little bit of humility is not going around telling people all the humble things that you're doing. Yeah. So here, know, look at all this charity work I'm doing. But I, but I do yeah. think it. I don't. I don't think he went and brought that story to people. I think people were like, "That looked like Dan Dockage dropping off my DoorDash." Oh no, so, he was. He got quoted by Barrett Sports Media. Well, I know because they reached out to him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, I see so I don't think he went to them to be like, I just want people to know that How I'm funny dealing with it would be if you were. So I, it's a, you I, got your meal delivered. Was that Dan Dockage? <laughs> I, I am not a huge. Well, no, and also another thing is like the way Dan Dockage comes off across. He seems like the type of person that could mess with somebody's food. Like he just he's vindictive. He is 
irrational. He's has some weird highs and did, lows. Did I did I tweet at Dan Dockett? Uh, like that would be going through your mind as you're going through. Seriously, your... <laughs> yeah, you're searching your old tweets to make sure that nothing happened to your milkshake. Or he probably like knocks on the door and he's like, "Dan Dockett, here with your food. You ordered. <laughs> here you go." <laughs> oh, so good if uh, if, good he, if he is trying to reteach himself the value of a dollar and trying to humble himself, then I think this is a step in the right direction, Dan, and I hope that you change. There's my Dan Dockage take. Hey, and by the way, TJ, you didn't ever have to tweet at him. If you just tweeted his name, he probably blocked you. Oh, yeah, he'd, ser- he'd name yeah, search. He's name searcher. Bunch of people that name search, I don't think it's the healthiest thing you can do. And a lot of people do it. Uh, let's get to the text line, 502-414-1450, 502-414-1450. A texter says, a big stink, does little Duke need, does little Duke boy need some deodorant? No. Just. Does he still have the new baby smell? Not, not really. It's mm-hmm. kind of worn off. Yeah. Got the South End stink on him. Mm-hmm. Still no <laughs> cicadas. I, I do, Looking I forward know. to him chasing those. Pretty, pretty crazy. I don't know what the hell's going on with the cicadas. A lot of people calling them frauds. Catching up on your response, if you said, when I get your take, but never another top 20, oh, the Tiger thing. That This this person said, if I would have said Tiger wouldn't win, he another would understand. Another major, got but, you. But I don't think he'll finish in top 20 in another major, ever again. You said turn. Well, I don't know if he will in a tournament, but there will probably be some charity, small event. And there's some tournament fields that only have like 30 people in them. But uh, let me let me say he will not fit. And you know what? To bring the ta- to level out the take with, I'm not really walking it back, but I guess I'm either misspoke or didn't say the right word. But he won't finish top 25 in another major. Added five spots. I added five <laughs> spots backwards just to be mm-hmm. secure. No, no, no. That I'm. Oh I'm, yeah, I'm no, being, you went. I'm yeah, being okay. a little hotter. Yeah, you're right. I turned up the heat a little bit. Yeah. But in regular tournaments, he's not going to win one. But maybe he'll finish top twenty-five in a regular tournament. Majors, not top twenty-five. That's what I'll come back up to. And I hope to be wrong. I hope we have a Sunday. I don't care what major it is. It could even be the British Open for all I care. We're Tigers. In the, in in the thick of it, that'd be great. It'd be huge for sports. I mean, just a huge sports moment. We feel like we've already got like the Tiger Redemption story, and you almost feel like you had to hit the restart button on it. Roush throwing shade at Pin Run as North Bullet Course. Is it a goat ranch? Yes. Is it great for people watching? Yes. Is it a fun track that isn't very well kept? Yes. But it's off Preston and Mud Lane Playa. Get it right. Hashtag suck it Roush. It is on the Bullet County line. What are you talking about? It's in Hillview. Hillview is Bullet County. I don't know what you're talking about, Texture. I think they're saying you're throwing shade at it. It's a nice course, he's saying. Or it's a bad course, but he likes it. He's saying he likes the course. I know. I'm, not, I'm, I'm just saying, like, that's that's my point of reference. I'm not throwing shade at it. I think they took you saying oh. North Bullet as an insult. Oh, well, take it as an insult, Texture. Suck it. Wow. What are you talking about? Like, just I'm describing it. It's in North Bullet County. I think he said, like, you, by the way, North little, Bullet. Like, oh, North Bullet course. They were a lot of fun to uh, make fun of back in the day. Just say all their football people. Just say all their football players did steroids. They would get very mad. Did they? It's like, oh, are you hiding something? Did they do steroids? Eh, maybe, maybe Who's not. Who's letting their 16 year old do steroids? There goes the light. Oh, no. 
We're down to one light. Down, here. To, We're one. down to one light. Very the mood romantic. In here. Very, <laughs> very romantic. If you if somebody brought out uh, a blooming onion, I think things could get <laughs> could get uh, get Roush a little triggered. Good day, mate. <laughs> Cats win total of six and a half unless our offense is a total wreck. How do we not win at least seven games? All right, so So, it's a good place maybe to take a break. Yeah, yeah. Because it's pretty wild, too, to to see what's happened since that hyperbole on ESPN or on KSR. The hyperbole had a legitimate take that the fact UK's win-loss total of six and a half already means UK's season is a disappointment. Oh. That's a take. Oh, there's a light coming back. That's why they call them the hyperbole, folks. Let's go to a break. This is KRC. we got to talk about it. Win totals came out for UK and local teams and pretty much every team. We'll come back. We'll talk about it. We'll get angry. We'll read a lot more text. We'll give away some tacos. You're listening to KRC here on a Tuesday edition of the show. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker. Nick Roush and Justin Kalen here on your Tuesday morning. Appreciate you spending some time with us. Want to remind you about our friend at Bobby Cook Golf Academy. He wouldn't mind if you spent some time with him. Your golf game wouldn't mind as well. He's over there off Exit 4 in Southern Indiana. Go to bobbycookgolfacademy.com to learn more. Book your tee time. Three indoor simulators. You can play any of them. Climate controlled. It's going to feel nice. You're not going to be out in the heat. And you're going to still get in a, a good round of golf as well. You can hit the range or get private lessons with Bobby Cook himself. He'll have better prices than where you're getting lessons, and he's going to make you a better golfer as well. 812-913-4415. No level too advanced or too new to the game, I suppose, is what you'd say. He will train anybody and everybody, and he'll make them a better golfer. 812-913-4415. That's bobbycookgolfacademy.com. All right, so DraftKings comes out with their over-under win totals for the college football season. First of the year, pretty early. Normally these are – this is. I feel like this is a late June – like a 4th of July kind of radio topic. And uh, my first tweet I saw was Rick Bozich who tweeted out the local team's over-unders. That's fine. I don't have an issue with that. Rick did what, what the numbers said. He didn't take into account any of the juice. No, no. And the juice is... Loose. Yeah, very loose. So whenever I first shared that story on KSR, wrote that about... I Did you know, put the juice in there on the story? Yeah, yeah. It was about plus 165. It's already up to plus two... Or, excuse me, minus 165 for the over. It's already up to minus 200. Yeah, uh, so it, it should be seven it's, or it's, seven and a half. It's going to move to at least seven, probably seven and a half. And I kind of want to wait for that. You know, like so. What what what's a hundred dollar? So a hundred dollar bet pays fifty right now. If they if they hit the over, is that correct? 
Yes. My well, calculations. I'm trying I'm, to see, look at it. Have you looked at it today? Yeah, it was at 200 this morning because I was going to make Minus it Minus 200, yeah. So if you if you bet $100, you'd win 50. You'd have to bet $200 to win 100. Yeah. So I'm uh, I'm probably going to wait for it to go up because I, I still think Kentucky will get to eight. Because um, getting to seven, the way I broke it down, getting to seven is pretty like the, you don't really have to do anything hard. You have to. Well, you're gonna win your four out of conference games. That much we know. Yeah, and then after that, like and then so, Vandy's five, right? And then you would have to win at South Carolina. They're gonna be bad. Their win total, I think, was at three. So, the oh, sorry, their win total is at four. So you'd have to win at South Carolina and at Vandy. Ooh, that's real tough. And takes a toss up. Missouri at home, Tennessee at home, at Mississippi State. That gets you to seven. And that's that's throwing away the Florida, Georgia, and LSU games, which I don't think are throwaway games. Yeah. So I think you win one of those. So uh ultimately I think Yeah, that's that's probably the the what's gonna happen. It'll move to seven. Other places will put out lines that are a little bit closer to the season. It'll probably be seven. Six and a half is what the number was in 2019. And I only remember that because Kentucky needed that win against Louisville to get to seven in the regular season uh, and, and cash that over ticket. And they cashed four overs on their win totals in consecutive years up until last season. Uh, and basically that Missouri game cost them. That's why that Missouri game is a big deal this year because – it's kind of right along that line. They were four and a half last year and only got to four. So, of course, the local media, wow, Kentucky thinks so highly of their football program, but they've got the same win-loss total as L. Both are six and a half. So, UK, if you want to bet UK over six, again, you'll have to bet $200 to win 100 L. if you want to bet the over six, if you bet $100, you'll win 110 Oh, it's You'll, plus one ten. It's plus one ten, yeah. and they're minus one forty for uh, minus one thirty nine. But let's just call it one forty. Yeah. Minus one forty for the under. So yeah. if you don't think Louisville is going to win seven games, if you think it's going to be six or fewer, then you uh, will need to bet one hundred and forty dollars to win your hundred bucks back. So the juice is the, dramatically different. Dramatically, and, different. and like you can't. This isn't like a horse race where you can make it seven to two instead of four to one or five, you know, like you, you can't split hairs in the same way because wins, there's so much fewer of them. Like uh, win total lines don't vary drastically. They don't move that much. This isn't a regular spread either. So obviously you have to look at the juice and somebody even crunched the numbers uh, that he, he used to be our stats guy at KSR and he said there's a 70% chance it's going to move up. And it's like, oh, well, no doy. It moved from minus one fifty or one sixty up to two hundred in a matter of hours, so that's going to happen. And it'll probably open at seven or maybe even seven and a half at other books. So we'll just wait and see. So I guess if you if you want free money, the juice ain't great, but Kentucky's getting seven wins. And hey, credit to DraftKings for at least having this stuff that you can actually bet on. Unlike you know a lot the, of those places the, that put the opening lines. lines. Okay, where can we bet them? Well, you got to be in like this specific casino, and that back left corner is where that person will take the yep. bet. Oh, so you can't actually bet on it? Well, no, but you have an online thing, can't you? Well, no, no, no. We're not ready to put those out there yet. <laughs> so it's a fraud. Give me somewhere I can bet U of L giving one po- or Kentucky giving one point to U of L. No, we'd love it. We'd yeah. love it, but that's you know that's not happening. Not happening. Not happening. 
Uh, let's get back to the text line, 502-414-1450. A texter says, Moonlight's trash meat is on the buffet too, not just the sides. That dry mutton sitting under the heat lamp for hours upon hours got nothing on old hickories, fresh from the pit, little slices of heaven. <laughs> oh, that's great. Need to check out these places. Uh, who's vaping when you all are doing the show remotely? I can hear it, and they need to go on mute. Vaping? We're gonna need vapors here. I don't think we have vapors here. It's just you know, it was like background uh, noise. The 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 great fart was when we were doing the show remotely too. Man, that what a mystery! We never that got was. to the bottom of that no. one either. So. <laughs> I guess one of I guess the vaping and the fart belong to. We'll never know. Texer uh, says, listening to Monday's podcast. Two of my favorite theme parties from college were Tour de Franzia and Cinco de Mad Dog. <laughs> never heard never heard of Cinco de Mad Dog, but that sounds pretty fun. Tour de Franzia, heard of that one. Yeah. Mad Dog, I feel like it's more regional. Like I can still see it sometimes in some places, but it wasn't that wasn't a popular drink. I did have some Johnny Bootleggers from time to time back in the day. You ever have those? The little pints of uh, cheap fruity liquor? Nope, never had those. Those sound horrible. Yeah, uh, Catalina Wine Mixers, those were popular back when we, because that movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great movie. Yeah. Texter says, also, Kindle Tool or Jess King? Jess King. Kindle Tool. Oh, I haven't tried out t- Kindle Tool. I'm actually doing- If you're going for like motivation and a ride, probably Jess King. Oh, I don't like motivation. If though. you're going- I hate when people talk to me the whole time. Well, Jess sometimes just says really weird stuff. Kind of, She'll it's like entertaining. literally like- begged to be possessed by a spirit on the bike and like <laughs> then she'll like start ride. like whipping her hair out and be like i feel it it's she she is uh an interesting character real hoot if we're talking about uh the context of this text kindle kindle tool okay hmm. i uh I, i've been trying uh something different instead of riding on the pelotron i've been riding a real bike and man going up to that top of that Iroquois park hill it's just uphill the whole way Fun on the way down, though. Go real fast. Texter says, Roush, you're right. The Hawks do suck and will always fall apart. Never forget the Hawks drafted Luka just so that they could trade him to the Mavs for Trey Young. Trey is great, but I wouldn't give up Luka for him. Man, that's going to be a – time will tell. That's going to be one of those fun – kind of like the Phil Rivers, E.R. Manning – you know, debate where they – because they were traded for one another in that draft, Correct. I think that's how it worked out because Eli didn't want to go to the Chargers. Yeah, yeah. So Weird. who won that trade? Who, who wouldn't want to go to San Diego? Seriously, to go play for New York. Although but, I guess it worked out all right for him. Yeah, but who won that trade? I mean, the Giants got two Super Bowls out of it, but the Giants. Eli had some bad years though. It's like the Hall of Fame debate with Eli. Five hundred as a career starter. The I think Giants. Phil Rivers had a better record as a starter. The Giants. Yeah, you're right. It's the Giants. <laughs> Two Super Bowls. That's great. If you could draft a quarterback and say this person over the course of 15 years is going to get us two Super Bowls, they're getting drafted instantly. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Texter says, Aaron Rodgers, a no-show for OTAs. You rattle, TJ, and then there's this. Hey, just last thing. Last time we did the interview together, you told me to go heavy in the cryptocurrency game. I did. Uh, We're down 40%. Then I lost my job. Gretchen just wants a new comforter. F*** you, Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) 
<laughs> that was how uh, Kenny Maine said goodbye to Sports Center, and his interview with Aaron Rodgers was the last thing they did. Aaron Rodgers out playing the ukulele, doing karaoke in Hawaii, yep. living it up with his fiance and or his wife, right? I thought they were engaged. I think they got married. I thought it was the fiance. I think they went all the way. But uh, I do think that like it was kind of funny all the way and engaged because but. the way that they described like the. Oh, Aaron Rodgers, not in OTAs, breaking news. And uh, as another, I think it was Jeff Schwartz was like, so the guy who tried to negotiate OTAs out of the recent CBA is not at OTAs? Big shock here. Big yep. shock. They're not married. There's a fiancé. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Shalane Woodley. Is that how you pronounce her first name? Shalane. Who cares? I saw the videos of Rodgers, and let me tell you, I would much rather be doing what he was doing than oh, practicing yeah. football. He's actually pretty good on the guitar. The, the, yeah, he know, was. Aaron, yeah. I just Playing wagon wheel? That sounded like a good time. Live, yeah. live your best life, buddy. Go have fun. And then go I, I, to the Steelers. I, I don't care. Go have fun. He seems like he is just not worried about football at all, and uh, if that makes him happy, then, then that's fine. What the Packers are doing, I have no idea. I feel bad for people in Green Bay's front office. Um, but it is what it is. So that's where I'm at. I'm not rattled, not triggered. Kenny main segment was funny and Aaron Rodgers looks like he's going to be in the next episode of true detectives. Redoing our basement bathroom in a separate bedroom. Wife loves white. We are five coats of paint deep at this point and it's still not good enough. Hashtag suck at painting. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I've been thinking about whether or not I'm going to go slap on another coat outside. Probably will not, but, uh, five coats is ridiculous. I mean, there's no other way around it, buddy. Five coats is just outlandish. I mean, the only reason... At that point, you're losing uh, square footage because the walls are getting smaller. I mean, it's also one of those things, too. Like, maybe you bought the wrong paint. If you can't cover up whatever you had last time, like, you're you're doing something wrong. Five coats is completely unnecessary. Hashtag suck at painting. (laughs) Texter says, Dave gets better at the end of the season. He's pretty funny, but we want to see him rap, and he finally does. No, I disagree wholeheartedly. I don't want to see Dave rap. There's plenty of episodes I've liked, some of which he's kind of done some rapping, or at least there's been hints of it. Other ones where he hasn't rapped, but I I just want him in the episodes. That one was horrible. Have you seen the, 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 the real good one yet? No, I don't think so. No way. Yeah. There's no way. Because that... There's one that's just like, who? Honest to God, TJ, it is probably the funniest moment I've ever seen on television. It's it's it really is like a oh my god. I am not li- I am not lying to you. When I saw it for the first time, I fell out of my chair laughing. And so I don't hard. want it because there is a lot of shock value. So I'm glad we're yes. being nice with this. Yes, but man, very funny. So d- don't don't you worry, buddy. It'll get there. Okay, I'm I'm good with that. Yeah, another text says, "Let's go back to talking TV. No one cares about Kentucky baseball. We stink." And that's, we, that's we kind of Kentucky basketball. Really do stink. Baseball right now. Yeah, hey, yeah, watch it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it does, and that stinks, and, and it should be this time of the year that we're pumped up about it. I have, and I'll say this, I'll say this just for, I'll admit it's from a point of jealousy and envy, but I've enjoyed that like Louisville media has shut up about UofL baseball just for a second. Because hmm. like, it's, it's their, you know, that and women's basketball are things that they can hang their mm-hmm. hat over UK with. And rightfully so. They've got one of the best women's basketball programs, and they've become a power in baseball just while Kentucky has sat down and basically done nothing. At least we tried to build a new stadium, but going to need somebody else in there to do it. But they're, like, trending towards a three seed. 
they were going to be a one. They were hoping to host when Dan McDonald kind of went on that rant. Mm-hmm. The 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 curtain was closing on them being able to host because the NCAA was basically like, oh, we just need to get these dates, these places set. We need to know that they're going to be safe. Blah blah blah. Now, of course, in hindsight, they could have just maybe. Are they going to nix that? Anybody know? Uh, it seems like they could just nix it and be like, all right, we're just going to go top sixteen seeds. Right, they cause, should because we we can now. Yeah. You know, the CDC says we can. We can do it. Anyways, uh, since then they have tanked like they've been really bad and they're trending they're going to make the tournament but they're trending towards like a three seed in their region and remember there's only four seeds so that's three ain't good uh i i bet that they'll have a decent showing the acc tournament and ended up getting a two seed but it has been kind of nice that like all right at least we don't have to worry about them winning a national championship in baseball because that's you don't want to mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about that makes things a little bit easier Texter says, TC from Lexington here, boys. Glad to see you guys dominating the airwaves today. After Nick's ex-boss relentless self-promotion on some local fair wrestling association, I've checked out and got got and and you guys are easily number one in my book. Number one. We're number, number one. one. Number the one. best. <laughs> Thanks, TC. We appreciate it. Um I, you know, we just go in here, we put our hard hats on, and we just try to do some local sports radio. Actually, shucks. we don't have a hard hat. So if anybody has I a have Rupp hard, hard hat. Oh, well, first off, don't even get me started on that. That's a sore subject. I have some crappy non Rupp Arena hard hats. Well, I want the Rupp Arena hard hat, damn it. I think we all do. Yeah, we all do. We all do need to get to a break, too. No, 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 no. No? No. We're going to take an, we're going to, we're going to get out of here early, take the break. I'm for that. Oh, wow. That's so a no little, Patreon that's today? A, no, 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 no. I'm fine with the Patreon, but it, it sounds like Justin's not cool with it, but that's also fine as well. But I figured, you know, we'd just say, hey, we're going to take our break at 8.55, shows in a little early. That's oh. our that's our break. <laughs> you know what's sad? I've been not sad. <laughs> I, the, the, I've been doing radio for over 10 years now. What? Yeah. Wow. I mean, going back to the little student show I had at UK. Kentucky Fried Sports, baby. I want to know how many sports talkers, listeners on Big X have been listening to me. Because I've been here since 14. Long time. We're celebrating the Big X 10 years. Here I know. Soon. Are you going to go to that party? Yeah. Justin, you going? I'm planning to, yeah. It's going to be right. hootenanny. Uh, it sounds like it's going to get a little wild. Oh, yeah. It's going to get real wild. The Trevor Show. Live music? Live music? Yeah. Yeah. Someone wow. didn't read the invitation. I, well... <laughs> oh yeah, me so tj <laughs> tj's not gonna be there i'll be there uh i'll be gone go. the next weekend but i'll be there at that party oh that's gonna be oh and you've got hannah driving real nice where's it at is it out at it's the... at their uh like neighborhood okay party yeah still so out in I kingdom need, come I'll, I'll need to book my flight here soon <laughs> to get out there. a texter says aj brown top three <laughs> It's dumb. Texture says, if you're a Ravens and you can't convince a single receiver to come in free agency to play with Lamar, you throw whatever you can at Julio. If you're the Ravens, you don't get Julio. I think that Texture's right. It, it would be like, man, when are we can draft him and they have to stay here. But like, also what, what be are we? Kind of an indictment on what receivers think of Lamar too. Totally, but nobody would want to like say that out loud. But, no, then you'd have to get Louisville pitchfork mafia. They did yeah. get they did get Des though, so. But uh, Julio at the Ravens, that'd be fun, too. Uh, just go to the AFC, buddy. Go to the AFC. Corey Ooh. Davis is on the Jets now. Corey Davis doesn't play for the Titans anymore. Nice take, Justin. 
Yeah. What, I, uh, what do you have to say for yourself? Egg on my face there, but not he didn't to, correct you for not, yeah. not to throw you under the bus. Yeah, but you all didn't know that either. So Yeah, because Corey Davis stinks. Why would we care I mean, who he plays for? You literally just threw us under the bus after I had <laughs> admitted it. So you just want to rub our nose in it. So you know what? Suck it, I, Justin. I Corey just, Davis is on the Jets. I just wanted the listeners to know that I'm not the only ignorant one when it comes to NFL free agency. That does happen all the time on this show where one of us will say something really silly, but we don't correct it and then a texter will, and I almost think we're all kind of to blame. But on the flip side, we also are talking two hours a day, and uh, sometimes you're just not always listening to exactly what the other person says. Oh, no, so sure. true. I think you all just did it to me. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, texter says, I'm pretty sure the runway cleaner guy is a serial killer. <laughs> I, could, I could see that, actually. Goes from town to town saying he's just cleaning the yeah, runways. I could see it. Oh, uh, we started Mayor of East East Town on HBO. It's like the new True Detective sort of deal. Pretty good. Yeah, it doesn't good. Kate Winslet do like an Irish, or is it, it's a Philly accent. Yeah. Yeah. She hit the big shot in her high school basketball, but now she's the detective in the town. Stop me if you've heard that before. Something along those lines. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it's totally just a True Detectives, but I've enjoyed it, you know. Heart's in the right place, but she's gone through a lot, right? I mean, my God. And this, this case but people made, love it. They, they, they say she's uh, – it's a masterpiece. Well, it's just like, again, it's these tri- these true crime shows, true crime shows. They're all – they're just – Same thing. Yeah, yeah, we've seen it a million times. And I almost – like, I know this one's going to have some twists and turns to it, but it's like, you know, the dramatic, oh, you're a good cop, but we got to discipline you. You know, it's mm-hmm. just that sort of deal. Yep. John here. Good morning to all. Man, what a crucial game for Trash Can LeBron coming up tonight. If Phoenix wins and goes to 2-0 series lead, they will have an 84% chance of winning the series. And did I mention that LeBron James is a piece of trash? And I would rather have Devin Booker. Booker has a better sense of class to his character. We'll got to go. Talk to you later. John, it's probably, you know, you shouldn't be judging other people's character, right? Like, you, yeah. should, you should love everybody. And, and Books, covers. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what? Never judge a oh, book, book right. yeah. cover. Yeah. yeah. Even though my son, if it's got a picture of Elmo on the cover, he's take picking up that book. First. Sounds like a valuable lesson to yeah. teach him. No, we're gonna read about uh, engineering or maybe one of your old law. Books. Ooh, uh, uh, we have a pig book called Hiccup. Oh, yeah, and we have an old McDonald book that uh, it's Pete the Cat. He has a farm, and you push a button, and it plays like the song, and he'll dance to it. But I'm I'm very disturbed by it because Pete the Cat has cats on his farm, which, really? A cat has cats on his farm? Oh, As like his gosh. own animals? That's a little problematic. Uh, Better cancel that book. Yep. Yeah, Get it the hell out of here. What the hell's going on here? All right, uh, let's do our NBA picks for tonight real quick. I, I think we all think the Nets beat the – Beat the Celtics, right? Yeah, yep. that's probably going to be a sweep. Yeah, maybe gentlemen's at best. Uh, then I'm taking the Suns to beat the Lakers. My like my everything's telling me Lakers, but that's why I'm just going to go Suns. I think that uh, I think they're fired up. That's going to be a pretty op- awesome atmosphere out there in downtown Phoenix. So that'll yeah. be a good time. I mean, and then I think the Clippers even it up with the Mavs. I don't think any. Maybe the Suns one is a hot take for me. What's pretty wild is that. The Suns were actually favored in the first game, and now they're two-point dogs because everybody believes, like, oh, well, you know, LeBron, he loses game one, and then they bounce back in game two. Do you know who they have that they're sticking on LeBron? Anybody know? That I knows know. the NBA better than I do. I to stay up late to know. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's all right. I, I don't know. I was just curious because that stuff matters. If you have somebody that you can kind of rely on, it makes series a little bit easier. Didn't they have um, they had the Mohawk guy that always gave hell. He played for the Wiz- Kansas Wizards. And now I'm pretty sure they have him. Uh, small uh, forward. Ubre? Ubre, yeah. I think they have Ubre. Is he a defender? I think so. Hmm, news to me. Mohawk Shows guy. what I know about the NBA. I think Lakers win tonight. AD put that game one squarely on his shoulders. He comes out and beast tonight. Speaking hope, of AD, right. did you did you read the the Kyle Tucker novel on Anthony Davis Friday? No, I've read parts of it. I just haven't finished. See, it's good. I really like it. A part I, of I, it. I want it's, to finish it. It's we as much as we give the athletic hell for being lengthy. I could have kept reading more and more stuff like that because there was some fun nuggets in there. Oh yeah, I was reading it and then I was like, "This is awesome." I, I but then I had to get back to whatever I was doing, so I tweeted it out almost as a reminder, like, "Go back and finish this." Mm-hmm. Of course, I did. Not like Kenny Payne still it. has Davis shaved in, saved in his phone as baby. Giraffe Davis, like, <laughs> and uh, just some of the little tidbits in there, like the equipment manager, you know, knowing that he was kind of self conscious about how skinny he was, uh, having to figure out, like, basically get a custom jersey for him and make sure he, he was able to have a t shirt under it because he didn't want to look that skinny, stuff like that that you just don't think about, uh, and also the stories of I completely forgot that LeBron and them showed up to play. At the craft center that summer because the NBA was locked out. Yeah, totally forgot about that. And the the equipment manager had to call the cops because the place was just a zoo of people looking for LeBron and like, James Harden and Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook, like students and stuff. Yeah, yeah, just people showing up trying to figure it out. Like the hallways were crammed. They, oh my gosh, yeah, <laughs> it was a zoo. That's pretty wild. A texter says the trick with old Hickory is to tell them you're from out of town and you'd like to try a few things. They'll bring you some samples to try the different meats. Work smarter, not harder, folks. I like to think this person is just uh, an Owensboro like native, and they just know that he comes in and lies about not like not be, or being an out of towner. Mm-hmm. But they like him, so they just give him free meats every time. Yeah, I love it. But that's good to know about old Hickory. Yeah. Tell him you're the old out of towner trick. So give me your give me. I'd like to sample each and all your meats. <laughs> Uh, ooh, we skipped one text. Not even close to as fun as the Wuhan Bat Museum. Oh, did I? The Louisville Slugger Museum. Oh, yeah, the Wuhan Bat Museum. Bat Museum. Oh, man, that stuff's getting crazy. People are getting kicked out of Twitter for being conspiracist theory, but in reality, we have no clue, which is true. Yep. We have no clue. Even, like, the the most liberal experts are like, we don't know what it came from, so we need to keep it open to everything. And they should. Could be one of the biggest stories in the history of humankind. Yeah, I just um the the document that the Wall Street Journal had that like three people got sick from there. Mm-hmm. Didn't we I thought that was known. I think it was known. I think just nobody talked about it. I think it was known. I think you're right. Yeah. I just think it like Kind of got glossed over. I think it's making its second round, and people are like, oh, that is, that's not good. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. 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 It was out there. Um, Texter says, Suck it, China. (laughs) TJ, do you sub in extra toast for the disgusting coleslaw for Canes? I mean, everybody. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah, Come on. I'm not a maniac. Get an extra sauce too. I would tell you. you give the sauces. I know. I I give the sauces away. Uh, Sometimes you could, you could get extra fries instead of the coleslaw. No, yeah, you can, but whatever you do, just no coleslaw. Yeah. Man, I haven't had canes in hot minute. I go by, you know, for appraisals, that new one that's out on Hurstbourne, uh, kind of by uh, like Taylorsville, Hurstbourne area, mm-hmm. in between 64 and Taylorsville. Always packed. 
Always. Hmm. Never seen it not crowded, which good. Good for Canes. Yeah, I just um, it's it's a pretty full meal. Oh yeah. yeah, and you don't feel amazing afterwards. <laughs> right, right. It's like a snake. Don't really you want just it. Delay for <laughs> you know eight hours. Yeah, like if, if you have it for lunch, you're getting an afternoon nap. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, any JJ Weaver update, Rush? Uh, Brad White was sounding pretty optimistic that he'll play, but I'm. So he'll likely be on the field. I'm still going to be tepid with my expectations from a production standpoint, just because I think it takes a while to get that juice back, that that spark, that hop, explosiveness. Do we so, have any update on Josiah Hayes' neck? Yeah, still big. Okay, <laughs> that's good to hear. No update on the DB coach either. I don't think we'll find out this week, just because. I mean, most people. This is vacation week. So for it seems everybody. like all of UK's uh, transfers went to not great places. Yeah. Is that some? Is you know? Is that kind of like a? Uh, aside from the the the, the Mahone guy, I think he ended up at Temple, so he ended up in the American Conference. Okay. Um, which you know they play good football there. Uh, and but Alan Daly going to South Alabama, I don't know. That's that's not great. But Daly, he was he was pretty reliable, but uh, at Kentucky from a physical standpoint, uh, he's really well liked in the locker room, but I guess that's just an indictment on UK's wide receiver room. Uh, they, they've never won more than six games at South Alabama in their 10 years of FBS hey, football. You can make some history. Yep. Mayor South End equals HBO second season play. Oh, that'll be a great one. Yeah, it would be a good one. All right, we're out of time. Uh, Justin will contact one texter about winning uh, free I think we should give it Sussex. to the paint guy. The who? The guy who's having to paint his bathroom 17 oh, yeah. times. All right, You've earned it, buddy. You got a free lunch at Salsaritas. You did it. Sorry, Justin. You'll get to pick the next one. That's Everybody right. have a good day. See you later. This is Kerry C. on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kale. <laughs>